welcome to Girls to Women. I'm Maria. And I am Renee. How are you doing, Renee? I'm okay. Uh had a tough week. Same. Same. Yeah. Same. Um the protest that's been happening in the States. Uh it's here been, too. Yeah, in Montreal, Canada too. Practically all around the world. It happened in all the 50 states in the United States. It's uh, incredible. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And honestly, it's about time. Because um, after the death of uh, George Floyd, uh, I think people start realizing. Well, I, I believe they realized a long time ago. But I think uh, people start realizing how black lives matter. You yeah. know, And that the statistic of black people dying in the hands of cops are super high and honestly like it, you know it hurts you um you know i was talking with my sister and you know wanted to protest in montreal they had a protest um last sunday we wanted to go but we have too many people at risk in our family so you know we decided to stay home some people who protest wrote um like fuck the police black lives matter they even wrote some stuff in creole they were not even black. So, you know, they were just there to, like, do some shit. And, you know, honestly, like, just to, like, go all over this, it hurts, you know? Like, seeing our people dying, mostly the men. The men's are dying. You know, I have black uncles and cousins. Sorry, I'm getting emotional. And it's just it's just so sad to see, like, people don't give, you know, uh, much importance to black people. Like, um, they still see us like slaves, you know, it's about time. It's about time that people start protesting because it, enough is enough. Oh, sorry, I'm just so overwhelmed with this. Like, I don't even know what to say. And uh, I feel like some people uh, felt the pressure, uh, influencers uh, or just, you know, people who had black friends that they had to post something. Mm-hmm. And I get it. Um I'm not saying you have absolutely to post something, but I'd rather, let's say, if you don't know what to say, you know, you just, you, you know, just contact your own friend, your friend, and you say, like, you know, I'm with you or whatever, oh. instead of just posting something to post something, like, being a hypocrite about it. Because, um, apparently, like, there's those agencies that, you know, um, recruit influencers and stuff, people, like, that, that they hire, they just posted, you know, like, uh, Blackout Tuesday, they yeah. just posted the black... Um, the, picture. the black picture just to post they don't really actually care about it and um, you know it, you don't have to feel the pressure of um, sending a message me uh, I did it I think you saw it on social media on Instagram Facebook I was pissed off I was mad I was sad um, I had to express myself uh, I had some friends calling me and sending me messages like uh, hey how you doing with everything that's happening and honestly that's that's totally fine and just like you know check out on a, check out a friend sometimes that shit hurts yeah it really does i i i can imagine what you're feeling yeah you know i had to take a few days off i know you because i i did post at the beginning and then i saw that it was more than just posting it was more than like the protest starting getting out of hand yeah there are also white people there and people like there are videos everywhere showing just people breaking windows stealing oh, yeah. stuff oh yeah yeah the, and even the whole you saw Apple when store. they they uh, stole the guitars in montreal yes and that they said so we found sad. it in the streets 
Yeah, so that's not part of the protest. Oh, no. That no, has no. nothing to do with peaceful protest. And everyone who goes against the peaceful protest are not, I'm, I'm saying it right now, are not for the cause. Yeah, so it I really get it. got out of hand. But the point is to, um, how can I say that? The point is to sh- show your point, I guess, by, you know, putting pressure on the government, but not with breaking stuff. It's not violence. Is not gonna bring to any. It's not gonna do anything. So that's why I stopped. I closed social media. I told you. I have a few friends that are only meme friends, mm-hmm. so they continued sending me memes. And you know, it's it's okay. You know, we did our episode. It's okay not to be okay. And I felt like I think yesterday I couldn't look at my phone anymore. Yeah. As much okay. as I know what how society perceives black people. It was it was too much for me. Like yeah. I spent the whole week being mad, being sad, and looking at all those videos of uh, people dying and people uh, protesting. And me too. I had to close my phone at some point. And I don't want people to feel bad either. Like sometimes, like too much. It's too much for yourself. You need yeah. to like disconnect. Yeah. It's because we see how they are being treated exactly, and how it's not it's not fair for no. them. So, yeah, it becomes too much. It's okay to not be okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's just adding up. You know, I saw this post yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was about how 2020 have has been going worse and worse and worse. Yeah. But oh, yeah. Sh- sorry, I'm just <laughs> realizing, like, I'm starting to think since January. I'm like, oh, We're shit, still yeah. in 2020. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but this post said, maybe it's the time we needed to reflect. It was... A break that we needed to reflect on everything, pollution, uh, justice. It has been changing year. Yeah. I've seen that post. What if 2020 isn't canceled? What yeah. if 2020 is the year we've been waiting for? So fucking true. So, you know what else is to come in 2020? Yo, <laughs> there's the aliens. No! Okay, so there's a meme. You see like the aliens on their planet. And they're like, oh my god, I'm, I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard about Anonymous? No. Is it like the one with the A and the... I don't know. It- and I understood that it's a Twitter account. Okay. Getting all the secrets out from everyone. He tweeted about Trump. I don't know what it's Trump said. Trump dying? Like- no, 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 no. <laughs> No, um, no, guys, this is, um, it's not, no, that it's, it's not for real. <laughs> no, so Didn't I saw that, that he posted, as uh, like, secrets that he had, and uh, I, that's the only one I saw, and that's when I understood that, okay, maybe a Twitter account. So if it's not, please let me know. <laughs> okay. okay. I will definitely send you. Yeah. yeah. So do we start? Okay, so just one last thing. Um, I'm gonna inform myself about the subject. Sorry, I love you. And before I talk, before I post things that I don't know about. Yeah, and people should do that. Even myself, like, you know, I'm black, but there's always place for learning, I believe. Uh, I always tell people uh, when there's a problem, there's three things you can do. You can either ignore it, you get angry about it, or you inform yourself about it. So. So I'm going to educate myself. Good job, girl. And it's okay to say that you're wrong. 
Because and it's okay I to ask know. questions okay. too. To me, I don't know about other people, <laughs> but with me, it's okay. Yeah. Don't be scared, yeah. and whoever, don't be scared to ask. You know, politely and respectfully the questions. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, with everything that's happening, we decided to bring up a young black entrepreneur. So today, our first guest is Katrina Nurse, a good friend of mine, a mentor that guide me through <laughs> through the educational field. She's a bright, confident, and full of life. So she's a young entrepreneur, and today she's gonna talk to us about herself. So hi Katrina. Hi. hi. Bonjour tout le monde. <laughs> so how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. I'm so proud of you, Renee. So proud of you, Maria. Although we just met, I'm so happy. I love this. I'm all here for uh, female empowerment. Oh, thank yes. you. So uh, why don't you tell us who you are? Oh my God. Okay. So I am. Uh, Young lady in my 30s. <laughs> I won't give away her, but low 30s, early 30s. <laughs> um, you know, um, education is, as Renee said before, is my biggest thing. Um, I worked in daycares for 10 years. Um, I was a daycare director. I tutored since I was in grade seven. To this day, I still tutor. I babysit. Um, right now I'm the executive director at a nonprofit organization yeah. with seniors. Um, also co-founder of She Did That Prom and most, in, most recently a founder of a clothing brand, Brodied by Train. Yeah. And, I like that. <laughs> and, uh, Bodied Closets where I provide the service of redesigning and redoing your closet. I will definitely need to use that service. <laughs> My closet is a mess. So. Tell us, like, how did the idea of She Did That Prom started? Because you did it with two other of your friends, right? Yes. My two girls, Tamara Greenidge and Tashina McLean, who we call Tish. Um, so basically, I was 27 years old when it started. And I was in the classroom that we both taught in. And I was um, sitting there. It was my lunch break. And I wanted to do something to give back in the community, but I didn't know what. And I remember sitting there, literally watching the kids sleep. And I'm like... What can I do? And obviously, working in a daycare, brainstorming, Disney. I thought of a Cinderella. <laughs> I like that. I thought of a Cinderella story, you know, and it, and to give a young girl a prom experience she'll never forget. So kind of like acting as her fairy godmothers. And oh, uh, that's nice. Yeah. So it was a win-win. Um, you know, we can choose a girl, and this was in March. Uh, I believe it was 2014. But it was in March and, um, I remember calling Tamara and I said to her, we talk about the story all the time. I asked her, I said, what are you doing? You know, 27 years old, we didn't have much really going on. So I'm like, what are <laughs> you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and I said, she's like, nothing. I'm going to Maxi's to get groceries. I'm like, okay, well, I'll meet you there. Nice. And as she was going down the aisles of Maxi's, up and down the aisle of Maxi's, that's where we brainstormed. She did that prom. Literally. I said, I want to do this. And then we're like, well, where would he get a makeup artist? I said, my cousin can do the makeup. Where do we know a photographer? I said, I know like we, we bring, this was while literally in the frozen section at Max's. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so that's where it began. And we create quickly created like a website, 
Um, we worked with Facebook, obviously. That was the biggest thing then. There was no yeah. Instagram. And now yeah, there was no it's Instagram. True. So we worked with Facebook. We've used our network. We put the word out there. We got an application. We got a few, but like our first one, we're like, oh my God. Like we can't turn back now, you know? In 2014. Right? In 2014. So the same year you guys had the idea. That was March. The project happened. Yeah. <gasps> wow. Yeah. So we made it happen March. Cause if you think about it in prom, on prom timeline, March is like to start in March is kind of late. Yeah. So we have to find your dress. Exactly. So we chose our winner, Alicia, who will never, ever forget that experience. And to this day, we still thank her for trusting us with her prom. And when we chose our winner, we spoke with her and her mom and we let her know that this was our first time doing this. So like we literally worked together as a team. And uh, we gave her a good prom experience, and That's and great. to this day when we still we see each other, still in touch with her mom, it was it was a really nice experience. Yeah, That's amazing. Yeah, Why yeah. a prom though? Um, because you could have given so many other things. Why a prom? <clears throat> I feel like the prom is not made a big deal. Like how it is in the States, you know, in America, it's huge prom. However, it's still a significant time to each individual because especially when you're in high school, you're going to school every day, you're going through the changes, you're meeting girls, you're making new friends, you're meeting guys, you're breaking up, your emotions are all over the place, your confidence, your self-esteem. But you see prom night is your time to look and feel like a million dollars. Right. It's your time to shine. It's like the time the ugly, ugly duckling turned into a swan. Like it's, it's that moment, you know, it's that one time that like, you know, you get to put on heels for the first time. Maybe, (laughs) you know, you get to put on fake nails for the first time, you know, for some girls, they got little extensions in their hair for the first time. So we wanted to make that experience memorable for a young girl and not only any young girl, but a young girl who was doing well in school. Um, you know, had the marks, was volunteering and, um, you know, it's expensive. So we, we covered the whole thing. So it was a win for the girl, a win for the parents. So they don't have that financial burden. And it was a win for us because we got to see everything come full circle. That's amazing. That's good. Yeah. And I saw on your website in, if I believe, in 2016, you guys, uh, came out with a great idea, right? Classic man. Classic man. <laughs> so tell us about that. So the classic man came about when we started promoting She Did That Prom. And by doing a lot of radio interviews and newspaper interviews, they're like, well, what about the guys? Mm. And they're like, it's true because she did that prom is for young Afro-Canadian girls. So young black girls. And in our society, the young black men kind of get left behind. Yeah. You know, they're not seen as, you know, like who they do they really even care about prom? You know what I mean? Yeah. So we got, you know, some people had a few choice words for us and stuff like that. So in 2016, we came up with the classic man, which is the male version. So the female winner wins, we pay for her prom ticket, we pay for her dress, her shoes, her nails, her hair, um, her method of transportation, everything from top to bottom we cover. So everything, we did the same thing for the male winner, his suit, his haircut, his transportation. The vibe must be different, eh? It is different. It's, it's faster. (laughs) 
it's it is different. The, no there's no nails. There's no. They go for the haircut the same day. Yeah. Um. You know. There's there's none of that. The shoes. They pretty much the suit fits or doesn't. You know. It, <laughs> you know. It's they know whether it's black, blue, or gray. It's really it's. It's not as much, but we pay for their crossage for them and their date. You know, we try to give them as much as a experience. And every guy is completely different. Yeah. Every female winner is different. They're all been different. Some had dates. Some had, actually, I think only one of our female winners had a date. No, two to date. Most of them all went with their friends. Which is good. I encourage yeah, that. I did that too. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. <laughs> so you take care of the girl and the date. The date, no. So we, we okay. take care of the winner. Okay. And their date, well, you know, care they, they, they take care of themselves. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Uh, you mentioned you're working with friends. Yes. How is that it's relationship? Good. It's it good. Um, it's really good because um, these girls that I work with, we've been friends since we were 14, 15, wow. 16 years old. We went to high school together, okay. you know, graduated, went through milestones together. So it's come like second nature. Um, now, I mean, when we were 27, like I said, we had a lot less going on, you know, um, we had more free time. So it did become, it does become a lot more challenging. So, um, we, we dedicate so much time to, to this and we make it work. We pick up for each other. Um, some of us, you know, like we have more free time on the weekend. One doesn't. So we kind of work together as a team. Tamara is now living in Toronto. Yeah. So. She takes care of everyone has their strengths. Okay. Mm -hmm. Tamara is organizing queen. Okay. <laughs> that, so that's Tamara's role. The emails. She, she's good at that. Tish, she is the best at like negotiating and talking. So she gets us a lot of our like sponsorships. She gives us ideas, the brainstorming, cause that's more her field. Um, you know, ideas on like, cause we raise the money by networking and our, our, Using our network and going out and get a bit, getting bit, bigger sponsorship. So one year we had RW and Cole oh. sponsor us. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, girl. Yeah. We're doing big things. That's great. So, like that. so that's that. And then me, I take care of the social media aspect of it. So the posting, the speaking with the, um, more relations with the parents. Cause mm -hmm. we don't do anything without the parents permission. Cause these kids are under 18. Yeah. So everything we do, every shopping, every purchase, the parent has to co-sign it. So I do the the relation part, like the more face-to-face. -face. So we make a good team. And wherever one can't, you know, like, you know, we're, if we're slacking, one would pick up and we work together. Let's, we, we all have the common goal of wanting to see someone's dreams come true. So at the end of the day, we pull it together and make it happen. I like that. <laughs> it's so inspiring, honestly. Like, you guys... Oh, like merci. this, this idea was very great. Merci, yeah. merci. And how did the COVID nineteen uh, affected Shida Palm this year? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> so we were curious about that. We're yeah, talking about it. yeah. So at first we were like, okay, what are we gonna do? Because obviously, when this whole thing started, they're like, school's out for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Then two weeks pass and they're like another two weeks. We're like, okay, so what are we going to do? Because we try to kick off our prom season by, from January. So Tamara had came up from Toronto. We had a meeting. We had our game plan ready to go for this year. And COVID-19 happened. So we spoke about it and we're like, what do we do? So I said, look, prom is such a big thing that, um, even if 
they had to do it later on in the year. I feel like schools will still do it because they owe it to yeah, the students. Yeah, probably they're going to do it in September right. for some schools. So what we did was we still allowed our applications to go through. Um, we still posted that you can apply, you can apply. And our application deadline was Easter weekend. So we got a few applications. And what we do is we speak to each applicant. We like kind of like have like a little interview process. Yeah. And in the interview, we discuss with them or we ask them questions. What um, what is their school's plans for prom? Okay. So they That's all pretty cool. much had the same idea. So we said, once we choose our winners, we will move according to what their prom date is. So even if you're a winner and your prom is in November, you're still our she did that prom winner. We just do your prom in November. Um, if there is no prom, what we want to do is give um, both our she did that prom and classic man winner a scholarship for their first semester for Seja. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Small scholarship, you know, to kind of like still, set, like yeah, something. something. So that's our that's our game plan. That's our game plan. COVID-19 can't stop us. Great. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Personally, for you, how mm-hmm. does this project make you feel? You, how yeah. does it let you go? Well, okay. Without crying. <laughs> um, okay. No, because it's it's such a... Because I remember being a young girl, you know... Uh, really, without crying, could you It's okay. <laughs> Listen, we're all about yeah. emotions here. So being a young girl... Um, during that prom time for me, without knowing what it was, I think now thinking back to it, I think I had body image issues, but I was always confident in myself, but not too, too confident. And I used to play it down. So I would not wear dresses, mm-hmm. heels to this day, you know, I'm not to makeup or anything like that. So I think it's like kind of like not reliving, but giving, cause not, when we do the prom, we don't just give them the dress, the shoes, and da da da. We spend time with them, so it's also like to help them boost their confidence and their self esteem. Yeah. So when they try on that dress, and I'm like, oh my god, I wish someone made me try on a dress for my prom. I wore pants, like a one piece jumper thingy, majiggy, that I still can fit into this day. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, and I feel, and and I wish that like. I went all out that Cinderella experience for my prom. Yeah. So to encourage them to try on this and, uh, you know, try new styles and to see their body in a different way. So that has allowed me to like grow as a woman and appreciate myself and your body. Cause you can't That's push so onto young kids that what you're not going to do for yourself. Right. So, you know, we had obviously girls, everyone comes in different shapes and sizes. You have the smaller girls, you have girls who have like big booties and <laughs> the breasts to go with it. And they're like, I've never wore a strapless bra before, but you're like, you're going to wear it today. You know, girls who've never wore heels before. I've never worn, I wore heels for the first time. I must have been about 19 or 20 years old. And even then, if I could have <laughs> wore flats, I would have worn flats. Like, it's only recently that I started wearing more heels and, you know, going into that more girly side with more confidence. But yeah. but you're also tall. Yes. So that, like, yes. when you're tall, you don't feel the need maybe to yeah. wear, wear heels. Yeah, but still, even the tall girls, I gotta, I gotta put it yeah, out for Tish. Cause yeah. Tish, Tish. Oh, Tish. Yeah. She's, legs. Right? <laughs> Tish, I hope you heard that. <laughs> And, you know, it makes me think, what would you tell your your younger self? Like, th- this is only the beginning. Literally, this is the beginning. And to embrace every moment of it 
and not to be too hard on yourself. To this day, I still tell myself that not to be too hard on myself. And, um, honestly, just, just own it. Honest, that's what yeah, I would tell myself. Just own it. And I was, I wasn't in high school. I don't know if my friends would, would disagree, but I wasn't the type that was also very quiet or shy or reserved. I was confident. I knew what it was. I knew I was a size this and this girl next to me was a size that we ain't the same size. It ain't happening. I know that I will never be a double zero. I know my chest will, my, it, it, this is what it is, but I was confident, but I don't think I was as, I was as confident as I thought I was. Yeah. If you, if that makes any sense. No, it makes sense. Yeah. It does make sense. So like I was confident I was good, but I wasn't like, I was so shy like that dress. I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to put on no sparkly dress, but really and truly I love sparkles. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend who doesn't do her nails if they don't put sparkles. Oh my. And she needs sparkles and she goes into the salon and she asks, do you have sparkles? No. Okay, I'm not going to pay you this amount if you don't put me sparkles. Oh my gosh. No, I'm not that, that, that. that. I'm not that, that. Yeah. I do have to admit, I always need to have like sparkles on at least one of my fingers. Really? <laughs> I do. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm not that bad. Oh my god, sequence and stuff, yeah. I need like at least one of them. I like, I like the glitz and glamour. I know it doesn't show all the time, but like, I have a thing for that, that, that glitz and glamour is, and I think there's always a moment for it, and I feel like prom is one of those, one of those moments. It's like, it's almost like a, a passageway into womanhood. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like it's a, it's a passage right into woman. Your prom, you know. I remember calling my mom at prom, and I'm like, ah, oh, this and that and that. I wish I didn't do all that. Like, I really wish I just enjoyed the moment. But I was so focused on the little things that. But do you regret your prom? Mm. Well, now that would you, you think... have, yeah, would you have done something different? I definitely would have worn a dress. Okay. Definitely, because although I like my outfit, and it's something that I could wear again to this day. But I wish I wore that dress and had that moment with like the gown and the fluff and all that. Here I am. Oh, you remember <laughs> my wedding song? <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah, you know, I won't make that mistake that day. Do you feel that you have your shit together now? No. No. <laughs> no. Um, does anyone really have their shit together? Tell me. Well, no, not really. Well, you know, because even when you get it together, then you want more. So is it ever really together? So for me, it's like it's t- more together than it was last year. It was more together. It's more together than it was three years ago. But it's like where I want to go. It's still, there's always a work, there's, yeah, there's always work to be done. It's a process. And I feel like even for me, I'm very goal oriented. And whenever I do something, I want something else. I want something more like, you know, I was a daycare educator for 10 years, got the opportunity to be director, went to be director. Then after that, got the opportunity to be executive director of a nonprofit organization. You would think someone would be happy with that. Nope, not Katrina. No. <laughs> now I want to own and start my own clothing brand. So I started that during quarantine and that's going good. Then I'm like, well, you know what? I'm going to have an obsession with closets and I love redoing. Let's do that. So it's like, okay, there's always something. There's so always I, more. Yeah. So what I would say is I, I'm a, I've learned a lot along the way of getting my shit together that when I'm doing things now or projects, 
like I come into it more ready than I was before. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, do you guys have your shit together? Because if no. you guys do, I mean, Renee, ha- Renee, Renee, been had her shit together. <laughs> I've been trying. We well, you know, like uh, our first uh, podcast ep- episode, we're speaking about, we're talking about um, uh, in our twenties, like how, mm. like you know, your hands on everything, but like it's not true. I mean, no. like you said you, who has their shit together? My twenties though was good, really, really good. Yeah, but. You have some people who did different things in their 20s and got different results in their 30s. So, I like that. yeah. So, like, if you're more, fi- man, like, you manage your finances better, you see those people who have bought and owned a property by 27, 28, 29, 30. Like, you have that. But then there were some of us who had that experience of traveling. You know, I was traveling every year. I was going here, there, in the fifth, yeah. traveling with my friends. But we created those memories and we have those bonds that those people who were focused on other things probably we, don't have. They don't have. Yeah. So it really is. And, and nothing, I live by the rule that nothing happens before it's time. So for me, it's like, if this is the way it was supposed to be, then... It's it's just not my time yet. So it will be. But you know something too. Um, there's a lot of people that are good at pretending they have their shit together. Mm. I do think so. Mm-hmm. But that and creates a an idea or a pressure for you to keep up and have your shit together as well. And then AKA you feel bad. Instagram. That's <laughs> Instagram. Oh yeah, Instagram is really. Good That's social that. media on a whole. Everyone has their shit together on on Instagram. You know. You may see a girl traveling here, Dubai, <laughs> Bota, uh, Bota, 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 Bora. Bota, not Bota, Bora, Bora, you know, all these exotic places, but no shade on people who live in apartments, but she may live in a one bedroom apartment. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone, social, don't believe the hype. But we all have different expectations too. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's her perfect life. Yeah. In the back, she has debt, she has credit cards, yeah. she has... Uh, And again, like those things come with maturity. So having your shit together and it's prioritizing. So it's like at 30, like, okay, well, I'm 33. So at 33, (laughs) my priorities are different than when I was 30 or when I was 29 or even when I was 25. You know, it's so now I'm thinking more long term. I'm thinking children. I'm thinking myself. I'm thinking of leaving something behind. You know, I I don't know where body is going to go now. But if I have a daughter and she wants to take it over, at least she can bring it to where I envisioned it. So it's about leaving your print behind. And I just feel like the life is so short that you should enjoy it and do the things you love. So that's my priority right now is like making sure that I'm happy with what I'm doing and I'm not making no one else rich and I'm not making anyone else look good except for myself. So. Um, what advice? What advice would you give us, us you girls? young twenties, young girls in our twenties? Forget that man. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Done. Um, honestly, maybe advice that I wish you had. In I 20s? had in my twenties was honestly, this is this is not it. Like. Yeah. This is, this is not where it's going to end. There's so much more to explore and experience. And there's so much growth to be had. Cause even in your friendships, there's growth. Yeah. 
with experiences um, in relationships. There's growth with your family dynamics. There's growth. I don't know about you guys, but I find like when you're in your teenage years, you feel like your family doesn't understand and they don't get yes. it. But now that I'm in my 30s, no one could come between me and my cousins. Like that, like that's just what it is. You know, these are my friends. Our girls are, these situations were tighter than ever before. So I would say like, this is not it. Don't, don't take yourself too seriously. The emotions that you feel, it's important to feel it and understand as much as you can and to, to, to stay in those, not stay in those feelings, but feel those emotions, feel yeah. those feelings. Feel, go through them. And you have to go that. through them because trying to skip through them is just going to create a vicious cycle. Um, you know, and not being afraid to speak up. I think there's a difference between speaking up and being bold and rude. If that makes any sense. Yeah. No, there's. Yeah. Difference. You're allowed to speak up. You're allowed to, to voice your opinion and it's okay to have your own mind. Oh God, people, it's okay <laughs> to have your own ideas and opinions. It's all right. So that's, that's what I would tell my younger self. And you, you ladies too, but Thank you guys, you guys got it together. I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> we pretend. We're pretending. <laughs> Actually, we're, we're on our way there. You're yeah, on our we're way. On our way. But yeah. you know what? Every experience, I remember I was in high school and I was dating this oh, young kid. <laughs> that story. And, um, I remember one time when I was so devastated over a fight, a little argument. You're like, 18 years old. What can you argue about at 18, right? Oh, he didn't wave to me on the bus when he was saying bye. <laughs> like, something like so silly like that. And I remember her telling me that like, well, at least if you get over this fight, then the next fight won't be as bad. Like, not as bad, but it'll be like easier to like grow from. Like, yeah. the, the little things. And like, I've always remembered that. And that's just, I, I take that with me too, but these men. <laughs> but that's a whole different, a whole different podcast. Wait, uh, can you tell us about your clothing brand? Oh, yes. body. Okay, so. Came out recently, right? Yes. So this happened. I know it sounds crazy, but I really did have a dream on like January 2nd or 3rd. Can't remember the date. This it was year. This year, 2020. Okay. I had a dream and. Okay, backtrack. My favorite store was always and forever, forever 21. I know. <laughs> right? I'm so sad. And forever 21 closed down. And I'm like, where the hell? And am I going to get clothes home? now? Yes. And I was like, oh, this is going to be so annoying, you know. And mm-hmm. I, I like trying on clothes. I love clothes, okay. That's that's my thing. And um, so I guess with that in mind, I had a dream. And I was like, I need to um, come up with some sort of fashion brand. So I decided to, I had a dream about bodysuits. Creating plus size oh. bodysuits. And... The, in the dream, the bodysuits was called Bodied by Trine. That all you came up in my dream. I promise you, I cannot make this up. I dreamed, I, I dreamt about it. And I remember like keeping it to myself. I'm like, this is too damn good to be true. Like <laughs> bodysuits bodied by Trine. And then I shared it with a friend and then I shared it with another friend and they're like, okay, you know, no one's going to tell you you can't do that. So they're like, okay, whatever. So it's always been in the back of my mind. And, you know, you go to work and you're like, oh, I wish I was at home working on my stuff. I wish I was at yeah. home working on my stuff. Then coronavirus happened. And my friend, Nicole, who always keeps me accountable, was like, well, you prayed for this. So I hope you work on everything you said you're going to work on. <laughs> so from then, it was on. 
Like I recently got it registered. I came up with a, like a PDF file, like a vision board of how I want to see it. I came up with collection styles and stuff like that. And then, um, I showed it to my cousins and they were like, well, why only for the curvy women? How come not for, you know, the smaller women? I'm like, well, you guys have everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> you guys have everything. But then I said, you know what? Bodied represents independence, confidence, accomplishing your goals, you know, conquering challenges, celebrating the small wins. So all women deserve to be bodied. Um, you know, you bodied that outfit, you bodied this podcast, you yeah. bodied that exam, you bodied that outfit. Like, so it, it's a, it's a movement. It's a, it's an attitude. It's a frame of mind. So that's, that's body. So right now we started with our jewelry collection and we're moving on to the clothes. So hopefully everything will be ready for sale by fall. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. I'm excited too. Are you doing this alone? Yes. Yes. How do you feel about that? Scared, but it's about time. Because, um, like I said before, not that I can't work with my friends. We we all have our own things going on. And I'm proud of every single one of my friends and, and whatnot. But I said to myself, like, I'm tired of, and work, you know, you're, you go to work, you punch in nine to five, you're making someone else rich. Yeah. Why? Why? Why do we do that? You know what I mean? Like, why, why do we do that? So, I mean, it's for security. I'm not saying go quit your jobs. <laughs> it's for security, but I, I wanted to do something on my own. I, I don't know if I'll be always on my own, but for now, it's something from me, by me. It's something that I believe in. It's my, it's my attitude. It's what I want to see. It's your dream. Your it's project. my, it literally is my dream. You're it's my project. Boss. Yeah. And I've always been like that. So, <laughs> so it's, it's, you know, it's about time. So one last question. When did you go from girl to woman? From your experience? When do you think? That is a good question. It's a good question, eh? When did I it's go from... It's a hard question. Trademark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not still that question. When, I, when did I go from girl to woman? Um, I can't say the exact moment, but I would say was when I... moment Experiences and events that made me woman up and step up to the plate and be accountable mm-hmm. and, and be responsible. That's when I was like, I went from being a girl to a woman like, okay, when I'm in a situation and I'm like, you know what? This is wrong. I don't believe this. I don't, I don't believe in this. I don't stand by this. And I'm not going to let someone else control the way I think and the way I react. And I'm going to put my foot down. And that for me was like the transition moment. So all those experiences I had in my twenties, that's what prepared me to let's say be the woman that I am confidently in my 30s. Wow. Yeah. That was such a great answer. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Finally a good answer. <laughs> because we answered that question and we're like, ah, we're not there yet. Yeah, because <laughs> exactly. You you don't know. And even then, because I can say this now and then there's like an event that can happen two weeks from now, an experience that would make me more like a woman, like woman up, you know how they say man up. Sometimes you got a woman up mm-hmm. and I feel like some, and even sometimes like apologizing to your friends Yeah, when you're in the wrong and like acknowledging you're in the wrong, that is literally woman up. That's womaning up like that. That's it right there. 
that's it. That's like, yeah, you know, you took out, put on your big girl panties, I like to say, and step yeah. up to the plate. And I know, but you, you have to. And, and those, those, and it's gradual and you, and it comes with maturity and your surroundings too. Yeah. So surround yourself with some powerful women. <laughs> oh, I love having you. It was really fun. Aww. And we learned a lot. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for having me. I'm like I said in the beginning, proud of you guys. Thank you so um, much. Thank you for thinking of she did that prom. Thank you for thinking of bodied and Renee. You know, me and you, you're like she's like my little sister. <laughs> Um, Delisa, don't get jealous. Uh, <laughs> no, but Renee has always been like that. Uh, Maria, thank you. You're, what you're doing here is so positive. And I love the fact that you guys started this and you, you're, you're friends, but it's two different worlds coming together to create yeah. a podcast. And it's a woman from diff, a girl to woman from every aspect. Your experiences are different from Renee's and vice versa. So I think that's what makes this podcast very unique. Thank you. No problem. So, much. so now, do you want to plug all your businesses? Well, sure. Okay. Well, first of all, follow She Did That Prom on Instagram, which is at She Did That Prom. Um, bodied underscore closet. So that's the closet service where I would come to your place. We will do the whole. I have my steps there, my tips on how to create a perfect closet. First things first is the hangers. I'm, I'm huge. I'm matching hangers. If they, like get rid of that, the the ditch and keep pile. I'll help you walk you through all that. Awesome. Um, the folding. Believe it or not, I actually like folding clothes. <laughs> organizing you, you color. Do mine? I will do everything. Yes. <laughs> you, all you have to do is provide the wine. <laughs> like, honestly, I'm there. Renee has a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> and then bodied by train is the clothing line dropping this fall. Oh yes. So stay tuned, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. It was so nice to have you. Yeah. So, guys, we had so much fun with our first Black Girl Magic. We're going to have two more guests in the following weeks. So stay tuned. We are going to have powerful Black women telling us about their lives, their businesses, their adventures, and everything that we should know at our, at our age. So stay tuned. Next Wednesday. Bye.